I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons have found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbians shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Hey everyone, welcome back to Les Hangout. I'm Ellie Brigida. And I'm Lee Holmes Foster, and here's what's happening this week. This week in the Lesdom. This week in the Lesdom is somewhere that we can touch base every episode about things going on in our lives, in the podcast, or just in the greater Les universe. And the first thing that we want to talk about is our live show in Boston, June 8th at 7 p.m. at WBUR City Space. You can get your tickets at bit.ly slash lesbostonlive. We are so excited. It is coming up really soon, so make sure you get your tickets. There is no better time to hang out with us than Pride. Boston Pride. So come hang out. If you aren't in Boston and you want other opportunities to hang out, maybe not with us, but with other awesome queer people, we have a ton of our inaugural Les Hangouts happening all across the country. So on June 4th, we have two. One is in Pittsburgh. That one is a trivia night that's going to be at 5801 Video Lounge. And there will also be one in Seattle on June 4th at 3 p.m. at Wayward Coffee. We also have our Les Hangouts in Boston on June 13th at 7 o'clock at Turtle Swamp Brewing Company. I will be there, so I would love to see some of you there. And a Les Hangouts in Duluth, Minnesota, hosted by two of our favorite <laughs> patrons, um, the Evanses. They are going to have a cute Barbie queer picnic on July I 27th. <laughs> I 
Love that so much. (laughs) And I wish that I could be there. Uh, I'm a little jealous. We also have a bunch of new designs in our store. If you haven't seen, we've been posting a bunch of them lately. We have some new pride designs all over the place. They're amazing. You should go check them out. You can find that at bit.ly slash lesshop. You do not want to miss these. They're amazing. I want to buy them all. Yes. That's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee. And welcome to our 28th installment of Should Have Been Gay. And in this week's episode, it's an amazing day in lesbian country. Oh, it was fun. It was great. But it should have been a little more gay. <laughs> Literally, like, the one man in this film. Like, how many men really are in this film? I love it. Yeah, not many. Which is why this movie is a should have been gay. The movie that we're doing today is Wine Country. Brand spanking new. Right? On Netflix. Um, I do want to say before we start, this movie is gay. And, of course. And it's not just us being like, look, it's gay. It's actually gay. <laughs> There is a canon gay character, and she has a love interest, and there's all this kind of stuff. So I will say before we start, the movie is gay and wonderful. And you should watch it if you haven't seen it yet. It's fantastic. Yes. So I feel like this is combination Les Sanchez should have been gay. Like, well, in a yeah, way. we're, we're going to be focusing on some of the wasn't gay that should have been gay, which does not discount from the very, very actual gay. Yes. Which we it's love. just that there was more. There, there was, was more. more. There was yes. more. Yeah. That I'm trying. We're gonna not get into it, but we're gonna get, we're gonna into, get it. into it. But just right, not right this second. But we're gonna get there. Oh yeah. Do you want to do the <laughs> honors of the IMDb synopsis? You always do such a great job. Uh, you know, job, I Lee. always do. I always do. Here is. As always, our IMDb synopsis. When a group of longtime girlfriends goes to Napa for the weekend to celebrate their friend's 50th birthday, tensions from the past boil over. Uh, I mean, that is true. So in terms of a gay synopsis, here's mine. When workaholic Catherine goes on a trip for her friend's 50th birthday, she finds more than she bargained for in the beautiful flannel-clad landlord of their Airbnb. (laughs) Tammy. <laughs> wow. I know. That's like, that reads like the straight up back of a romance novel. That's how I felt when I was saying it, which is why I did this voice, the romance <laughs> novel voice. A little softer. I'm picturing like an epic romance novel cover with the two of them now, and it's kind of beautiful. Yeah. I will say I was channeling a little bit of Dana, Dana Pickley, oh. with that. I was like, Very I feel like nice. this is a, good, a synopsis that Dana might write. I like it. I think Dana should write that story for us. Right? I think yes. she would kill it. Okay, we'll send it to her. We'll uh, <coughs> get royalties. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my gay synopsis for this is short and sweet, and it is as follows. Tina Fey, more like Tina Gay, am I right? Oh my god. <laughs> you are right. I need like a little, like I need a rim shot at the end of that. Boom. Right? There you go. Yeah, that was Thank good. you. Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all week. That was amazing. <laughs> um, for any of you who follow us on our social media accounts, I feel like I have to preface why we are recording this episode. <laughs> As we're talking about Tina Fey. So we had a last minute cancellation by one of our guests and we're trying to make the best of it and record it should have been gay. So here we are. And so we needed to figure it out quickly. So I texted Lee and sent her a list of some of the ones that we might be able to do and then said wine country. Um, I could do that one. 
but they have a lesbian. At the same time as I write, <laughs> Tina fucking Fey in big caps. Lee just says, can we just talk about Tina Fey and the World Cup workaholic? Yes. It was like simultaneous texting. It was perfect. They went in immediately. So we are on the same page before even starting this, that Tina Fey's character is pretty freaking gay. So we always that being are, said, Ellie. We always are. Yeah. What was your experience with Wine Country, Lee? My experience with Wine Country is that we watch a lot of Netflix these days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what should we see the other week but you know a new thing with some of our favorites and amy poehler was in it and tina fey was in it and it just i think we watched it like the next night that i was just like and sold oh yes yeah. let's do this it's a lot, a lot of SNL alumni. Yes. And that made me so happy. I did also see it on Netflix. It is currently on Netflix, which is the only place you can watch it. Um, but what I love about the movie, I am not yet in my 50s, but I feel like there is such value in having a movie with a bunch of women, 50-year-old women, and and talking about their friendship, right? We get so many young women friendship young women in love. There's not so much for that older crowd, and especially these actors who we have loved for 20 years. And who are the funniest. And who are hilarious and will continue to be hilarious until they are 103 years old. (laughs) I just, I was so happy that this film exists and I needed to watch it. So watched it, loved it, wasn't expecting the gay, got the gay, and that was great. And the should have been gay. They knocked it out of the park. It's hilarious. Yes. 100%. It is so... There's not a ton of movies, especially... I feel like there's not a ton of movies where you get, like, an all-female comedic ensemble, like, to begin with. And I feel like when there are, it tends to feel like that's the whole bit, you know? And I feel like this, it just was a hysterical movie that happened to just feature, like, some of the funniest comedic actresses of our time. Like, they are... They're just great. They're just great. I just love them. I love them all. And so as soon as we... I mean, the stupid Netflix trailers that pop up every time you turn it on and you just try to, like, click off of them as fast as you can. And this time I was like, oh my god, what did Tina Fey do? What is Amy Poehler in? What is Maya Rudolph in? Yes, yes, yes. yes just yes. more. <laughs> Give and me Rachel Dratch. Rachel Give me Dratch. everyone. <laughs> Literally. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love Rachel Dratch so much. She's this is hilarious. gonna be so inappropriate and I might cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I already. might cut this out, but I used to have this joke in college with my friends that wasn't really a joke that if Rachel Dratch ever came up to me in a bar and started hitting on me, I would sleep with her immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. And I don't know. I just, I am, like, she is to me one of the funniest women in the entire world. Yeah, she's, like, entire world. Everyone in this is great, is the answer. Yeah. I probably won't cut that out, actually. I'm keeping it. (laughs) 
So let's dig in. Okay. So let's let's talk a little bit for anyone who might not have seen the movie, uh, who the main characters are and what the movie's about. So we have Amy Poehler as Abby, who is just type A city. We have Rachel Dratch as Rebecca. It's her birthday party the weekend. Anna Gasteyer, who plays Catherine, who we'll be talking about later. <laughs> Maya Rudolph as Naomi. And Paula Pell as Val, who is the actual lesbian character in this movie. And Emma. Emily Spivy as Jenny. Who also wrote it, by the way. Yes. She's one of, one of the two writers. Fun fact, which I learned before recording this episode, this movie was actually inspired by a real trip that they took to Napa with like all of these SNL women. And they were just like, wait, we should make a movie. And then, oh my God. And then did it. Stop it. Yeah. I love it. So it's like, if you are some of the women from SNL, it's the equivalent of we should make a podcast, but you actually have the resources to make a movie because you're amazing. So what you're saying is it's like that time that we were like, oh my God, our phone calls are so funny and entertaining. We should record them and make a podcast. But if we were if actually funny. If you and I funny, were no. actually <laughs> Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love it. So I love that. Paula Powell, who is the actual lesbian character named Val, is actually an out lesbian in real life, which how many points can we give this movie? A million. A million points for number one, casting a lesbian in a lesbian role. And number two, giving us a lesbian role in general. So thank you. And not just a lesbian role, like a 50-year-old lesbian. Yes. Which also so, so few and far between, right? Yes. I love, I love it. it. And also, I read this article from The Advocate. I have a lot. I've pulled quite a few quotes from it, but I loved it. <laughs> so number one, this is a quote from Paula Powell. She said, not only is it just part of humanity, but this woman is alone and got her knees replaced and is in her 50s. <laughs> like, this is a real person. This is a portrayal of a real, a real live lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> but we are we're always asking for authentic lesbian representation and we got it. So yeah, check mark for that. Amy Poehler also talked about, she said, what I'm very proud of is the only kind of love interest in the film or love story is between two gay women. And that is true. The only like semblance of love story that we really see yeah. besides that weird moment with Amy Poehler and <laughs> the bus driver guy. No one is in love with Devin, okay? No. no one's in love with Devin is between two women and two gay women. And like, that's not even the central point of the movie, but that is one of the only love stories we really see on camera. Yeah. Check, amazing. All right, getting that out of the way, let's get to the show to Ben Gay. (laughs) Oh my God, Tammy. So the only character that I did not say at the beginning, Tina Fey's character, Tammy. When we first see Tammy, number one, the outfit. Like, I, Tammy and her flannel and her sunglasses. It took me a really long time to decide whether Tammy was actually supposed to be gay or not. Because she shows up and I was like, oh, who's this giant lesbian? Yes, but they don't, they do not say she's a lesbian. They don't. They talk about her ex-husband, but, and she doesn't seem to be very fond of him. But no, they do not really talk. I mean, I don't see how she could have been. It must be unhappy to be married to a man when you're that much of a raging dyke. (laughs) Valid. (laughs) Valid. I mean... Yes. Because the thing is, it's not just that Tammy is gay. She's gay. It's... She's like a very specific... Like, what's interesting to me is she wasn't just queer-coded as a character with, like, oh, here's my, you know, flannel shirt, and she was 
queer-coded as, like, a very specific butch way of speaking. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, the way that she talked was the gayest thing about her. Yes, yes. Which is saying something. She was, like, she was, like, a standoffish butch with, like, but you know underneath she's got some, like, that heart of gold. Mm-hmm. You just gotta get to know her, you know? <laughs> and people yes. are getting to know her. Let's. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Let's be real. So my main ship, at least, is with Tammy, who like vest and all and everything else. Let's it's she's gay. And Catherine, who is played by Anna. Gasteyer is Catherine, who is the workaholic of the bunch. So she's a high-powered woman. She's married to her career, doesn't have a husband, doesn't have anyone waiting for her at home (laughs) that we know of. Probably her cat. (laughs) Yes. Let's be real. And not just to say like, oh, she seems gay too. Her and Tammy have some chemistry. Yeah. Yes. So I feel like the first, we just need to talk about the drinks, the drinks at the bar. Let's just get all the way to the, all the way to the bar. So okay. this is like, we're fast forwarding a lot, a lot of times, but it's fine. So Catherine's feeling left out from the group. She goes to a bar by herself and who should she find but Tammy? And this is the perfect setup for them to hook up. Yeah, it's like, it's a little, I'm not gonna say it's quite meat cutie, cause, cause they've already met at this point, but I feel like this, this is a typical rom-com. You know, you've, you've met the gruff standoffish character, and you find yourself back after, you know, you need some support and some building up, and now you find them sitting at the bar by themselves. Yeah. 
Exactly. We're in a rom-com. Let's take it away. And then you bond and Tammy's like, you be you. You're perfect just the way you are. Like every choice you've ever made is right. Like I love you for you, basically. I understand Mm -hmm. you. I'm the only person here who gets you. But also I can't have this conversation unless we're playing darts because I don't know how to talk about emotions very well. Like basically Tina Fey is every dude in a rom-com. Yes. And Catherine is his love interest. Yeah. 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 Oh, it's... And I like them together. I do too. Yeah. Yeah, they're both pretty high-powered women. I feel like they understand each other and they understand... Tammy understands the rigor of Catherine's job. And Catherine understands that Tammy doesn't really want to talk about her feelings. Here is my dream. Do you want to know my dream? Yes, please. Okay. My dream is that Tammy and Catherine come to terms about their feelings for each other. And Tammy helps Catherine open up like a little Napa wine country pizza joint thing at like one of the vineyards. Because of course you know that she's connected to people at vineyards, right? And so she like helps because she doesn't want to do the reality show. So she helps get Catherine set up in Napa with her own little gig at a vineyard where she gets to like schmooze and make little pizzas and like she'll teach like a cooking class and i want this for two reasons one because i love them together and they'd be adorable and two because in my head it would be reality and i could go to that vineyard and have that pizza served to me by a happy lesbian Catherine, and it'd be great i love that it's a beautiful dream that's the world i want to live in that's all i'm saying i'm so about it I would like to say it doesn't seem like it could be too far off because Amy Poehler says that she's open to the idea of Tammy having a late in life epiphany about her identity. Here's a quote from Amy Poehler. Oh my God. You never know because Tammy's an adventurous entrepreneurial soul and probably the least judgmental of all of us. So even Amy Poehler sees sees the gay in Tammy. I will say she's not she's not pushing for Catherine, which we are. She's pushing for Tammy and Val. And Paula Bell said, I think in Wine Country 2, Tammy and Val go to Bone Town pretty hard. <laughs> oh, Tammy and Val. Yeah. See, I I could see that too. So that's another dark way better horse. than Val and Jade. Yeah, let's be honest. Val Jade was pretty terrible. Oh, see, but is it a dark horse? Because now, now I'm dreaming up possibilities of Tammy and and Val. Yeah, and Tammy would take care of Val. She'd be her little sugar mama. Some spirited sixty nine ing. Yeah, recuperating from her <laughs> knee surgery. You know. <laughs> Once she got two knees, like... I mean, does, is she recuperating, though? Because I oh, saw yeah. her jump she off that bench. She's, she's, like, pretty feisty. She's pretty agile. Let's be yeah. real. Oh, my God. That was one of the funniest parts ever. Val and Jade, not great. Yeah, well, Jade was just not not the best. I am a millennial because I was peeing myself <laughs> at that nanny thing. I was like, I would go to this event. Is uh, that bad? No. The answer is no. <laughs> right? It's fine. I love the nanny. <laughs> but yes, number one, Tammy and Catherine deserve love. But I also do think that Val I, deserves love. Yes. So I want... I, they should make a sequel. Yeah. And I think in the sequel, Tammy should come out, obviously. And obviously. Val should find love, whether it's with Tammy or not. Yes. Agreed. All right. So who are we shipping? Tammy and Catherine? And Tammy and Val. Those are my 
two okay. potential uh, ships. I think those are going to be our top two. And I'm going to say my immediate suggestion is to say that we could have a head-to-head battle between do we ship Cammy or Vammy. Oh my god, I really like Vammy. <laughs> hmm. Ta- Tamarin? Yeah. Tam- or Tal. Tatherin. <laughs> Tatherin, yeah, it's not good. But I like Vammy. I like the way it sounds. Vammy. But I like Tammy and Catherine together better. Because we didn't get to see enough of Val and Tammy. No, we didn't. I think we we really built a foundation for Tammy and Catherine more so. Yeah, there's just more. There's more chemistry there right now. But we so you like Vammy as a name, but you ship Cammy. Yes, I get it. That's where I'm at. Fair. I would like to say thank you to the whole cast of Wine Country for giving us positive LGBTQ representation and also promising us potentially more in Wine Country too. And also, Tammy should have been gay. Should have been gay. Should have been gay. Let me hear you say hip, 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 we're gay. We love building this community. We love hearing from all of you. And so we just like to take an opportunity every episode to shout out some of our favorite things lately. We get a lot of emails giving us recommendations for lesbian movies to watch, should have been gays. And so this week I wanted to talk about Amanda. She sent us an email entitled Les Recommendations. Number one was the movie Colette which Lee has seen, I have yet to see, but we are for sure planning on doing it for our essentials. Also, season three, episode three of Easy on Netflix. After she sent us this email, I did watch season three, episode three of Easy on Netflix. Sophia Bush is in it. And honestly, Sophia Bush playing gay is my heart can't even stand it right now. So make sure you check that out. Good Trouble and The Bold Type. Love The Bold Type. Still have yet to see Good Trouble, but know we need to. And also Vita, which I know also really need to see. I've heard such good things on Twitter and all around. So Vita is at the top of our list, but wanted to share those recommendations with all of you if you haven't seen any of them yet. And this week, I want to shout out another queer podcast. It's called Gender Reveal. It's a podcast that centers around non-binary, transgender, and queer folks. And Molly Pretty is the host, and she is amazing. It's so well-produced, so educational. So if you're looking to learn more about gender, or if you are yourself non-binary or transgender, it is such a well-produced podcast. And really help me understand some things that I, as a cis woman, don't understand. And I think is just such a great way for the trans and non-binary community to be seen. So if you're looking for a podcast about non-binary and transgender and queer issues, Gender Reveal is really amazing. So there you go. More queer content, more queer podcasts. We're all about it. Yes. And of course, we have to thank our top tier lesbian Jesus patrons, Amy and Ellen, Kayla Kelly, Lizette Stye, Tanya Ferguson, Jess Klaus, Danny Griswold, Michelle Ray Thomas, Sarah and Julia, Nicole Gross, Carrie Ann Lawrence, and Mark Foster. Thank you all so much. We could not do this without you. I can't believe how long that list gets every time we read it. It's amazing. It You're is all amazing. amazing. It You're is great. Amazing. We love you. Remember, you can find us on all the social medias on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Les Hangout Pod. Or you can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. Or check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. And make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to your podcast so you'll be the first to know when we get new episodes. We are also posting new videos on our YouTube channel every other Thursday, so make sure that you subscribe at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod. 
And if you want to support the podcast, a completely free way to do that is to rate and review us on iTunes. It helps other people find the podcast, and we love reading what you have to say. If you want to join our Patreon family, you can get all sorts of cool perks. You can join our Facebook group. We have different chats going. You can get ad-free episodes. You get merch discount codes. You get so many cool things, I can't even remember them all. And you get our eternal undying love and gratitude. So just saying, you could do that at bit.ly slash lespatreon. That was beautiful, Lee. I think I want to become a patron now. (laughs) I think you should. Amazing. Why don't you support us? I know. What what have I been doing this whole time? If you want some of our merch, you can get that at bit.ly slash shop. Pride is upon us. We are so excited. Next week is officially Pride Month, and you know you need to rock some Les Hangout gear at whatever Pride parade you attend, or even if you're just enjoying Pride from the comfort of your own living room. And you can do that at bit.ly slash shop. We are also collecting donations for the Trevor Project. You can donate to that at bit.ly slash Trevor. If you want to find us individually, you can follow me at Ellie Brigida on Instagram and Twitter. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at LSH Foster. And with that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out. out.